Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Two o'clock. Welcome on in. It is the afternoon show. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Thursday afternoon. What's happening, Ike? Fritzy, I'll let your boy. Well, it's been hot and heavy. Reaction to the to the Eagles press conference yesterday, and frankly, I'm surprised by a lot of it. Ike, you know, I'm surprised that the reaction is so overwhelming. What a disaster that was yesterday! What did I just witness? Worst press conference since Nick Sirianni's uh, first press conference. You know, they look so tired. They look disheveled. Would you want them to like? I would rather they be that than all happy and cheery and everything's fine. <laughs> I'm glad it looked like they were they were drugged through the mud a little bit, like they've been staying up worrying themselves to death. Yeah, I, I, I I'm, I've been shocked, frankly, by the reaction because my reaction a day later after listening to it again went home and watched it again. So that was yeah. a great time. Oh yeah, was it yesterday? Was a great day for the Eagles. A you great know, day. Yesterday was a great day for the Eagles. And, and I got three reasons why. Mm. One, and the, and the thing that I cared about the most, I, I, I ranted it about it, I ran about it to begin yesterday's show. I didn't want to hear anything about some kind of offensive collaboration. And I know Nick tried to do the whole it's the Eagles offense. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you said you want a guy to come in here, run the offense, be the play caller, and help fix the quarterback. That's mm-hmm. getting Nick out of the offense. That is a massive, massive positive for me. The second thing is that I feel like they're not making the same mistake with Wentz and they're not giving Jalen whatever he wants. I think if they gave Jalen whatever he wants, I'm not sure Nick Sirianni is giving that press conference tomorrow or yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they, they stood strong on Jalen. And the final thing is, is they got Vic Fangio, who we've been trying to find the, the Fangio disciples. Well, they got the guy. Mm-hmm. They got him out of South Beach. I, I thought yesterday was a great day for the Eagles. Well, I mean, listen, I, I don't know if I would go great day for them. I, do, I certainly don't think it was as bad as some people are portraying. Uh, it was, you know, there's certainly some moments without throughout the press conference that, you know, some of the answers may have made you cringe a little bit and make you scratch your head like, well, hold on, what? What is it that you do again? Like, yeah, I, I certainly understand that. That wasn't uh, one of the finer moments for uh Coach Sirianni in that press conference yesterday when being asked what would his basically responsibility be as the head coach if you're not calling the plays on either side of the ball. So I I get that. But in all reality, it didn't hit me the way it hit some other people because that's sort of the role that I thought he was always in. It wasn't until this year where I thought – 
things didn't weren't weren't wasn't going as smoothly and they wanted to do some other things that he was almost forced to sort of have some input on that side. See, once Shane Steichen had taken over the play calling, he wasn't forced to have to do anything. He wasn't he didn't have to shoehorn his way into the offensive game plan and play calling and decision making and undermine Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen had it pretty much under control. Brian Johnson, I don't know. He didn't seem like he had it under control as much. You know, getting everybody involved, having sort of a complementary offense, the running game matching up with the passing game, things of that nature. And then eventually Nick Sirianni interjected himself and it it didn't make it any better. Not only that, it it may have, I don't know, caused a disconnect between your quarterback, you, the OC at that time, which also may have trickled down to other guys on the offensive side of the ball. I always looked at this team. There's two different issues. I always thought defense was a talent deficiency over there, as well as some schematic things. But offense, well, we all presumed it was the strongest part of the team, had the most returning players on that side, and we can all make we can all agree that the majority of the talent is on that side of the ball, so why couldn't they get, get things fixed? And I thought it had more to do with being on the same page with each other and being collaborative versus, oh, I think this would work. Oh, I don't like you calling that play call. Why are you more involved now? You weren't as involved earlier. You know, those type of things. I think that contributed more to the offense sort of falling out of sync coming down the stretch. I say all of this to say, until we really know who the OC is going to be, I think that's when everything comes full circle and you can get a real clear picture of how you should feel. Because then the next step, but that's only the first step. Then the next step is adding the talent that needs to be here in order to get this team back to where we want it to be. I came away from yesterday saying nothing shocked me about yesterday, in all honesty. I anticipated a lot of that stuff. You know, the Fangio news broke really in the middle of the damn press conference, and we've kind of surmised this is why the press conference started as late as it did. Mm-hmm. So I think people are comfortable with that. I, I What I say to that is, and I'm not against Vic Fangio, I'm just not jumping for joy like everybody else. I wanted a different philosophy from a defensive perspective. That's what I wanted. I wanted a Wink Martindale type of a defensive coordinator. That's what I wanted. Right? This is more of what you've already been doing. Mm-hmm. That That's all this is. And maybe he's going to be better at it because it's his defense. I, I hope that's the case. Mm-hmm. He still needs players. He does. He needs players. 215-592-9494. Was yesterday a good day for the Eagles? It's been hot and heavy. The, the, the All reaction here on WIP. A lot of negative. A lot of things skewing negative. I, was that the first press conference you ever heard Nick Sirianni speak? I mean, like... Uh, no. No, of course not. But, like, it's never been clear, concise, crisp answers. You know, it's always kind of been... A little bit out there, but thumbs around a little bit. But let's get into the 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 meat of what happened yesterday. There was three main things that happened yesterday, and I think all three were positive. One is 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 Nick not being involved in the offense. Like mm-hmm. that's it, people want to Nick's up fired at the end of the year. I want to Nick fired at the end of the year. But if he's coming back, at least they they 
theoretically are going to be able to get a guy with new ideas that that can fix a stale offense by his own words. Nick mm-hmm. Nick called the offense stale. Mm-hmm. So if the offense is stale, we're getting someone in, in here where Nick seems like he's taking a step back and, and keeping his hands off. I know he tried to walk back what he said early in the press conference when he said, you know, maybe I'll step in the defensive meetings, this, that, and whatever, by saying it's the Eagles' offense. But I don't believe him. I don't. I don't believe he'd be back if he if he did what he did, what Doug did. Mm-hmm. Like Doug basically stood up to them and said, no, like it's my offense, yada yada yada. Nick didn't do that. He mm-hmm. took a step back, and now he's his, his his hands are out of the offense. That's a win for me. That's a win for me. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, you know, there's been a lot of reports. You know, uh, is he is he stoic? Is he is he detached? Is he uh, you know getting along with with coaches or teammates? Well, if they wanted to fire Nick to keep Jalen happy, they could have done that, but they didn't do that. They didn't consult uh, Jalen when getting rid of Brian Johnson. And you know, this is the mistake I thought they made with the Wentz thing. Is is Wentz? It felt like they gave a lot of power to, and and he didn't really reward them. Well, they are saying. Jalen, this is still our team. You know, this this we're, we'll we'll get the coach and, and you go play. I mean, you talked about it yesterday. Jalen after the year saying owners own, players play, and coaches coach. Yep. Well, that felt like continuing in that direction, which I think is good. Yep. And and Vic Fangio, obviously, I haven't broken down the all twenty two on the Vic Fangio scheme, but <laughs> you know, I think the Eagles they have a philosophy. Mm-hmm. They, I guess they want to limit big plays and, and get pressure on the quarterback. Well, if if you had a disciple of his last year in Sean Asai. That went wrong. Last two years. Yeah. I mean, Gannon, you know, people, he's obviously split in the city. Some people loved him. Some people didn't like him. Mm-hmm. At least I'm getting the guy. So, like, I'm getting the guy that I think they wanted after last year where Gannon kind of screwed them. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, yesterday was a, was a great day for this organization. A great day. So you were good with everything. I'm good with everything. Okay. I'm happy with everything. Okay. I'm happy with the the outcome of what happened yesterday. I think everyone should be. Well, I'm not ready to say I'm happy yet. Um, I, I still need to see some other things. Um, I wasn't surprised by anything yesterday that that they talked about. But you know, moving forward, I think the whole thing with Nick and the culture setting thing. You know, people want to know what is he going to do? How's he? Well. Give him a chance to to do it. I mean, he's shown that he could do it in the past, and I understand what happened the last seven games. My goodness, these seven games are going to be the thing we could just measure everything he's done in his career by. These those seven games, because mm-hmm. that's all that really matters to people. What happened in those seven games? I don't know. Maybe the players quit because the players got some questionable issues with them. How about anybody ever think of that? It's been talked about a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, it's not talked about enough. Unless you think the organization doesn't know what they're doing by by keeping Nick. Because if he was that bad for the culture and was a major reason why this thing collapsed coming down the stretch and they still decided to keep him, then that says something about the organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It doesn't. It, it would lend it. It would lend that the Eagles believed it was more on the players than the coaches. Yes, and I agree with you. Yes, but at least, at least his hands are out of the offense. Like, like mm-hmm. that's what I cared the most about. And the, the culture stuff that'll come. We'll figure that out next. Well, well year. guess what? If the OC had been good last year, then maybe his hands would have never had to be in the offense. Right. Right. When the OC was good, his hands wasn't in the offense. He had no problem with it. He didn't meddle. He did what he typically does, and he ran a good culture, right? Could we all agree with that? When he didn't have to focus on offense and get involved with that, he had a good culture. 
Mm-hmm. We can agree on that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe maybe the OC not being as good as we thought he was going to be as a first-time play caller at this level forced Nick Sirianni to be more involved on the offense, and that took away from everything else that was going on. So to your point, he doesn't have to do that anymore. He can get back to focusing on shooting hoops, playing one-on-one, ping-pong, whatever the hell it is he does. Yep. No, and I'm being I'm, – and I'm only half-joking there. Like, we, we act like these things aren't the things that make players want to come here, play for him, enjoy going to work every day. I, I, I'm pretty sure if I were to go to Detroit, I'm not going to see a bunch of uh, um, science projects or what have you up in, in, in Dan Campbell's office. You don't think so? Like, he's some mad scientist, and, and he, he's got all this stuff. He's a culture guy. He's a former player, so you know he's just one of the guys in the locker room. That's what Dan Campbell is. He knows how to say all the things that will get players fired up. And when they start losing, when they start losing, that gets tested. That gets tested. But I wonder how good Dan Campbell would be if he had to jump in and start calling plays for Ben Johnson. I don't think it would be very good. Yeah. So I I think Nick gets to go back to doing what he does best, and I'm okay with that. Right. And that's why I feel good today. 215-592-9494. Get in now. Was yesterday a good day for the Eagles? I think it was a great day. I know a lot of the reaction has been negative. Where are you at? About 24 hours removed from the press conference. Let's kick it off with Mike in Baltimore. What's happening, Mike? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, up, Mike? I think the problem is here is that it just doesn't make sense to keep this guy, and so many people were thrown under the bus, and so many fingers pointed at each other in the organization. I just can't believe that Lurie would be so cowardly and so, you know, just to to give in to this guy. Who Who is this guy? You know, how good is he? doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to sacrifice everybody for this guy. I totally agree with you. That would not make sense. So would it make more sense that he wasn't the major issue? Oh, I think he is the major issue. I know you think that, but you're on the outside. I'm talking about the people who are the – hold on, hold on, Mike. I'm talking about the people who are on the inside, and they are the decision makers. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. I think that he's a problem. Huh? The people without a job think he's a problem. What do you mean by that? Who, who are you talking? All the people that have lost jobs because of Nick Sirianni. They they they, they think Nick Sirianni. I, where, where'd you hear that at? I, I didn't hear it. I didn't well, hear anybody obvious. say that. I mean, it's what do you mean it's kind of obvious? Because coaches get fired all the time; they get you replaced. Ask, ask any national journalist, anybody who's. <laughs> Why do I need to ask? hold on, Mike? 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 I'm at the Novacare twice a week. Why do I need to ask a national journalist anything? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <laughs> Why do I need to ask somebody who isn't here? I don't know. Anything. I don't know. I don't need to do that. Yeah. I mean, Listen. Again, if they if they thought he was such a a problem, yes. he would have been out of here. They, 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 that's, they, that's the only thing I'm saying. They moved on from head coach three years after winning the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, but what they did they moved on from Chip Kelly. Yes, because they thought he was a problem in the building. Right, they, 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 that would would be not here anymore as Nick Sirianni. That press conference would not have happened yesterday. But what happened yesterday is that they they moved him back to where they believe his strength is. Yes, and that's that's the win. And that's why I can't figure out why the reaction is so negative to what happened yesterday. People didn't want him involved with the offense, right? That's like and a, now he's not And now be. he's not involved with the offense. Like, that, that, that's a huge win. That's a huge win. I, I don't, I don't, the, the reaction all day of he's a puppet, yada, yada, yada. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Yeah, that's, and that's kind of the way I look at it. I didn't even want Mike to hang up. I'm just, when, when you're sitting here saying, I understand what you believe, but you're on the outside. I'm just saying the people who are on the inside, they made this decision. And if 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 I were to take your assessment of what you believe Nick Sirianni is to be the gospel, meaning that he doesn't do anything, what does he bring to the table, who is he, why are they buying? Well, yeah, why wouldn't they just get rid of him? If he means that little to their success, and this just happened, why wouldn't they just move on from him? That see, we can't come up with an answer for that because it makes no sense. Yeah, unless they're they're worried about optics of of man. If 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 they thought that this dude was holding this team back and the quarterback doesn't like him, all this stuff that everybody wants to say is is the reasons for why they went one and six down the stretch. That's nothing to stop Jeffrey Lurie from moving on from Nick Sirianni. Nothing. I agree. Uh, even if they want optics, if, you, if they think that they have another candidate, they'll want to take the job if they fire the guy after making the playoffs. And by the way, the optics thing, weren't most people assuming he was getting fired? There was that. Yeah, uh, I didn't yeah. hear people saying that he should stay and you can't fire him. Was, that was the vocal minority. Hmm? So even if they, they felt like they wouldn't be able to get past it from the perception of it, I think most people would have understood why they moved on front because you know what they would have said? Well, he didn't do much anyway. Well, yeah, and they would have said they lost the locker room. Yes. You only six guys didn't believe in him. Now, the players also have to go out there and play. You know, I mean, I think next year's going to be a big test for the Sirianni culture, right? I mean, and, Yes, and don't mistake me saying anything was great down the stretch. I'm just saying as they gather information – and they're trying to figure out why things went awry and went the way that they did. They have the information that we don't. We're on the outside speculating, waiting for unnamed sources to say something. By the way, it was only one article, the Tim McManus article, where that wasn't even being overly critical of Nick Sirianni. It was more or less saying there is a, a lack of trust there with the quarterback, the OC, and the head coach. It wasn't there's a mutiny in the locker room on the head coach. I haven't seen any of these unknown sources where everybody's coming out saying the coach is terrible and they can't win with him. Well, it also seemed like in the, in the McManus article, and part of the reason why I'm happy today, is that it seemed like there was a uh, misallocation of roles. Like They didn't know what their roles were. So you had, uh, the way it was written was Brian Johnson trying to fit into Nick Sirianni's offense. Mm-hmm. So that was creating a miscommunication. Whether you believe that or not, I don't know. 
But that's, that's fine, yeah. But that's LeBron out the, Johnson doesn't have an offense, so we we knew he was running the offense that was already here. I know, but that's out that's out the window now. <laughs> like, there's yes. not going to be a big miscommunication here. Like, Nick Sirianni has a defined role. I know he didn't define it very well yesterday in the in the the minute ten answer as to what his role is going to be. But he's hi- they're hiring Vic Fangio to run the defense. Like, Nick Sirianni can poke his head in mm-hmm. and, and see what's going on offensively. He he said they're bringing someone to run the offense, call plays, and help the quarterback. Like that that's going to be his thing. And and the the Eagles' offensive scheme is going to be what the tush push. Sirianni's going to teach uh, the the new offensive coordinator how to run that. I don't know. You gotta see who the coordinator is. Don't think we're getting rid of it. If they don't ban it, it certainly will be incorporated. Yeah. So listen, Cliff, whoever, <laughs> yeah, whoever it is, yeah. Day one install. Here's here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. Let's go, to Jacory in Florida. What's happening, Jacory? What's going on, guys? What's up, Jay man? Chilling, man. Listen, I like the plans you hire. You know, um, we're gonna get playmakers back. He's gonna want us to go after playmakers, especially at the linebacker position. In safety position, um, you know, I know y'all guys are pushing, you know, the Strider train, but, man, let's get that safety position right, man. Let's go get Cam Kitchens from Miami, dog. Playmaker, ball hawk, all right? You know, last time oh, we Lord. had a ball hawk safety was – Well, Kevin Byard's a ball the hawk. Super Bowl. <laughs> you don't think Kevin Byard was a ball hawk? <laughs> no, no. I'm talking oh, about what do you we mean? got CJG, what we got City Dudes. Yeah, no, listen, I, 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 I hear you. I don't know the kid that you just brought up. I haven't even gotten into my whole draft uh, mode yet. Yeah, we'll get that. <laughs> we got plenty of well, Jacory, uh, we'll get to the draft stuff. Was yesterday a good day for the Eagles? But, yeah, yeah, yesterday was good. You know, um, I get, you know, Sirianni's saying, coming out and saying, you know, I'm not going to be involved with the offense. I'm going to let the offense coordinator be, you know, run the offense and call the plays. That's good. Let him get Sirianni out of the – get himself out of the way. So where the offensive coordinator can come in here, runs his style of offense. Um, you know they're interviewing good guys. I like Kellen Moore. Runs a runs a lot of motion. Who's dead last in motion this year? You know, look at the teams that's you know top in motion offense. It's the Ravens, the 49ers, and the um, Lions. They're all in the conference championships game. So we do that. I think we'll be fine. Um, Vangio. Oh, Fangio, I like I like him. Yeah, um, runs a lot of cover too. But makes you know draws up the scheme is not that bad. And if Sirianni just comes with a new culture of, you know, we're gonna have hard practices. We're not gonna have. Oh yeah, how about that? Yeah, there yeah, you go. Around. Yeah, there Appreciate you go. You, Corey. Yeah, how about that. Let's start. Let's start getting a little bit of that in there. He said that after week one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably yes. should have should have been a red flag early that, that this <laughs> might be a shaky yeah. start. Let's change up some of these practice habits around here. Yeah, no more soft. We'll bring it back. <laughs> we took a one year hiatus because they were healthy and they were yep. great. Yep, they earned it. They went to the Super Bowl this year. We're back on the whole practice watch. They yeah. two hour practice. <laughs> maybe two days. Should we bring back two days? Run the damn ball and get some linebackers in here. We're the '90s Eagles are back, baby. Well, I honestly I do wonder how much. Say they bring they bring they're bringing in uh, Fangio reportedly. Mm-hmm. How much say does he get in the personnel he wants on his defense? Well, they've wanted him for two years, so I mean, well, I'm just saying the guy, Miami, like, he knows he knows linebackers. I agree. He's leaving Miami. Like, is he going to come here just to <laughs> to have Howie tell him what right, to do? Right. Yeah. Here, you make uh, Nicholas Morrow work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think Vic Fangio is coming here with a little bit more clout than uh, Sean Good. decided. Good. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Get in. 
shocked at the reaction to yesterday because yesterday was a great day for the Eagles. It was a great day. I know people are probably surprised. I'm well, shocked. Yeah, well, I, and I don't know why. Like it, I could be positive when I need to be positive. Yesterday was a win, man. Like Yesterday was a massive win, a step in the right direction. Stop focusing on the dumb things. I don't care how they looked. I wanted them to look disheveled. I wanted them to look sad because guess what? We've all looked sad and disheveled. Yeah. Like, what's the problem? I got to figure out your, your 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 angle here, your agenda at some point. Today. Well, they started the clock on Sirianni's tenure. Yeah, I knew, I knew it had to be something. Yeah, one more year. <laughs> one more year. That's all we'll have to deal with. Get in now. Was yesterday a great day for the Eagles, or are you still upset with the answers you heard? Get in now. 215-592-9494. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.